Hey guys, welcome back to the Pillow Fort Podcast. Um, I'm here again with Kate. We are going through One Piece, and we have come to the end of what is the East Blue Saga. Um, this week we're going over the Logtown arc, or possibly the Roguetown arc. I'm not sure. Viz confuses me <laughs> with its use of L's and R's at all times. Um, but... This arc is only five chapters long, if you've, if you've read it, um, from chapters 96 through 100, so obviously there will be spoilers, uh, probably heavy spoilers for those chapters, um, and anything before it, but yeah. So, Kate, uh, as always, first impressions this week, how, how do you feel about the Logtown arc? I feel pretty good about it, I like it. I mean, it's a short arc, like we were talking about, obviously. So, you know, it goes by pretty fast, at least comparatively to what we've been reading up to this point. Um, but it's interesting to see, like, Luffy's reaction and the whole, like, cruise. They kind of go on, uh, they each separate from each other uh, during this arc and kind of go on their own little adventures in, like, shopping and everything. And then Luffy gets to go and see the execution point of the king of the pirates which is pretty exciting for him and undoubtedly he climbs up on top of a place where you're probably it's most likely clearly marked that you're not supposed to go up there <laughs> yeah there's no way there's no way they let people up here um is this like an active execution stand like do they still kill people I here no it's hard to tell really because like sometimes you think like oh Maybe they do still actively kill people here, but, I mean, it seems like the only person they really care about who died here was really, like, Goldie Roger, right? But, like, well, yeah, that of course. This is where the whole Age of Pirates started. Right. It's in this town. Exactly. So, like, that doesn't give us really a whole lot of insight into whether or not, like, it's still used or if it's, like, not used at all anymore, you know? I don't know. I don't know if it would be, like, because, I mean, Smoker <laughs> is now, like, the, um, the, like, commanding officer or whatever the title is of, like, this town, right? So, like... I don't know if it would be his style to really use the execution, you know, thing, or if he would just, you know, take justice into his own hands in a way, you know? Like, I don't know if public execution would really be his style. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's an interesting arc. It's a little arc. I will say, uh, you've watched this part of the anime. I... I believe that we've watched actually this together even at times. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I am uh, missing a little bit of Daddy the Father, which is <laughs> lacking from this arc. Daddy. And I was I literally as I read it, <laughs> does this not bring you? You you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? I know. There is a there is a filler character that Usopp has like a sniping contest with, <laughs> called Daddy the Father. He's a bounty hunter, and that's his name. <laughs> Yes, but I was uh, I was I was missing Daddy the Father. I I actually thought that he was canon, and I I thought that Usopp was the whole time. I was like, one of these chapters has got to be like Daddy the Father and Usopp. That's got to be their thing. And then I was like, oh, that just doesn't happen. Usopp just gets caught by Sanji to carry an elephant tuna. That's that's his whole thing. This arc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh. 
but anyway, uh, so yeah, getting into the getting into the arc a little more deeply. Um, we find out how newspapers are delivered in this world, and apparently, a bird just flies around and delivers newspapers. Yeah. So we were wrong I about have... the mailboat. <laughs> we weren't, unfortunately. <laughs> I have so many questions about the uh, the logistics of using seagulls with with hats. To deliver all of your newspapers or mail, uh, you know. But hey, if it works, it works. I don't. What do I know? Um, right. I love the Nami is complaining about inflation to a seagull. Yes. In the beginning. And I don't. Um, I don't know exactly where that's gonna get her, but you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, it's a seagull, yeah. so I don't know how how much they can, you know, how much he can help her out. Yeah. No discounts there. <laughs> Um, but I like, what I like about the beginning of that first chapter is just, like, I like seeing them, all the crew, like, in their, like, just living a little bit of their life. You know what I mean? Like, we got Sanji being, being, like, crazy about protecting tangerines. Right. We got, you know, everybody's just kind of, like, doing their thing and, like, having fun on the ship. And there's, like, there's a lot of times like this, I think, uh, throughout the series, these, like, littler moments where they're just, like, being a crew. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of like that. I like it, too. I like seeing it. Especially now, especially after, you know, you get past, um, you get past all of that, uh, you know, we get through Arlong Park, every, all the turmoil that we've been through. It's, it's good to see, like, these, these people are clearly, like, a family at this point. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I liked seeing that, but the big thing in that chapter is uh, Navy HQ. We saw the headquarters of the Marines. Yeah. Um, briefly, as they uh, discuss Luffy's bounty, which I have so many questions about, <laughs> but I can't talk about any of them <laughs> because they will spoil future things. So, I uh, what do you think about that whole the whole presentation of the the Navy there? I thought it was interesting, like, in how they did it, um, just because, uh, like, we haven't really seen any deeper glimpses into the Navy. Like, we've seen kind of individual Navy officers outside of Navy HQ, right? But we haven't really seen, like, a bunch of them, at least not on the scale that we saw uh, in that, like, all together, you know? Um, so I just thought it was, like, interesting, you know, the way that, like, they go about, like, making bounties for people, and, like, it seems like almost like they have these meetings, right, where, like, they'll discuss, you know, what the proper berry amount would be for somebody. Um, yeah, it was interesting to get a deeper look into, like, kind of what Navy HQ is like, um... But, like, still, even then, like, we only got a very, very small glimpse into it. Like, we haven't really seen it on a larger scale. We kind of just saw, like, this kind of more meeting boardroom, right? And then, like, somebody making a bigger announcement to a bunch of Navy officers. So, like, we... We still haven't seen a whole lot, but I thought it was just interesting that they showed that. And, like, the process of, like... You know, that's kind of how I think Oda is, like, telling us in a way that the discussion is happening about, you know, Luffy's beginning bounty. Yeah, yeah, and speaking of Luffy's bounty, 
Uh, we have, we have, we are a wanted man now. This is the first time in the series that Luffy is actually a wanted man. He hasn't been so far. Yep. I, I mean, I'm sure that he was like wanted in the specific areas. Right. But not really, because he took Morgan out, and the Marines were like, Thank "Yeah, we're you. gonna let this one slide because <laughs> Morgan was the worst." Right. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe Nezumi wants him, but even then, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he that's probably... a, that's what got him the bounty though. Yeah. Is Nezumi calling it in? So, yeah. but he his bounty is thirty million berries, yes. which uh, they showed the bounties of the other three, or three of the other pirates. Um, it was Buggy, Don Krieg, and Arlong, right? Yeah. Um, and Arlong's was the highest at twenty million berries. Right. Luffy has ten million higher than Arlong. Right. Um. Yeah, how do you think about that? What do you think about that bounty? What do you think about the whole bounty numbers and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it, it makes sense, right? Um, just because, like, it would make sense, like, oh, okay, this pirate defeated these other pirates, right? So I guess he should be at a higher right. bounty than the rest of them, right? But, like, I don't know, 10 million berries is a pretty big jump to make, though, <laughs> from, like... Yeah, because I think... <laughs> Buggy is 15. Yeah, right. And Arlong was 20. And so I like, and that makes sense to me, right? Yeah. I think Arlong is probably like stronger than Buggy. I would be more scared of Arlong than Buggy. Right. Yeah. But like, but yeah. to make the whole, that whole jump, it seemed like a lot. Like I, almost in my mind, logically, I would be like, okay, you probably want to make him at least close to the highest bounty that he took out, right? Because at this point, you don't know if he can take out anybody higher than that, technically, from your own information that you have. And, like, you also right. don't know, like, how the battle really transpired, you know, how close it was sure. or how distant, you know, they were in power levels. So, like, you don't really know. So I would think that they would be a little closer than, like, 10 million berries, you know? Yeah. See, this is why I, like, so... I think that the bounty system in One Piece is one of the most ingenious, like, power level-esque systems yeah. ever established in anime. Like, because, you know, I don't know, like, um, I'm trying to think of what else you're familiar with. Like, but, like, yeah, you're, like, kind of familiar with Dragon Ball Z that literally does power levels, right? Yeah. Like, you, we've played enough games, you know? Oh, yeah. You've, you've, you've played enough <laughs> Dragon Ball Z games probably the last several <laughs> lifetimes, but... Um, so like, you know, there's like power levels in that show that's literally like at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z that was literally like, this is the number of how strong he is versus the number how strong this guy is, right? Power levels over And they house. like, they kind of, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yes, it's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, um, but, so like, but bounties work kind of like that yeah as in if i see somebody's bounty right you're supposed to think they are around that level of strength like you said it's like okay so i see that luffy's 30 arlong's 20 i should infer then that luffy's stronger right yes that makes sense and so they do work like that in the world and in like our world to look at characters and oda will use them sometimes like that but oda also uses them to be intentionally deceptive sometimes yeah he will like he will give someone a higher or lower bounty depending on like the circumstances he wants to use the story for like what have they done what have they not done you know yeah. like that and i think this is the reason maybe why captain kuro 
was not on this list because his his intention was probably to keep his bounty low. I mean, they also thought he was dead, but yeah. <laughs> like, but his intention is to keep like. A guy like that doesn't want a high bounty, right? right? Versus Luffy sees this and he's like super hype about it, right? Yeah. And so like, it's uh, so if you want your bounty high, you're probably gonna have a higher bounty than someone who's trying to hide himself, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I just I it the system is ingenious and it's a, it's a great way of 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 making essentially making the community argue about who is stronger than who <laughs> because you can't definitively say this is stronger than this because of the bounty right. because it's not that's not how it works but you can say like well the marines then clearly think this guy is this much stronger than this guy right yeah so it's, it's i i really like the bounty system and this is we've kind of been introduced to it and obviously as we see more you know more characters pop up with bounties and stuff like that. We, we'll get more into that, but I just, you know, this is where it's introduced. Yeah. We started off here. Um, but yeah, as we get into the town, we see a girl named Tashigi. Uh, it's the first thing we see. Zoro encounters Tashigi, and I'm just wondering about your Tashigi thoughts in general. <laughs> yeah. Um, How do you feel about Tashigi? <laughs> Tashigi, uh... Like, I kind of like her in some aspects. Like, I do think that she does have, like, a decent amount of power. Like, we obviously saw her sure. take out, like, two pretty big dudes at the beginning of this. Like, and she's she was significantly smaller than both of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, for so, sure. like, you know, like, from the beginning, like, okay, she's got some power. She's obviously also has some, like, knowledge as far as, like, swords go. Um, and all that stuff, which, like, mm. Zoro does not have that knowledge. <laughs> which is insane, by the way. I just, like, for a man so disciplined, yeah. for him to, like, not even know yeah. about that is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, it, it adds homage to, like, you know, Zoro is very powerful. He's very intimidating also, but, like, he's not, mm -hmm. like the brightest person ever, you know? <laughs> Dumb like, as a box of rocks, this guy. <laughs> like, like you, we know that he's not, like, Luffy level of dumb, right? But, like, <laughs> we're... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not quite there. <laughs> but we're not, like, you know, in awe about his intelligence, you know? <laughs> like, so, <laughs> like, I just, I think Tashi is interesting, especially um, her in accordance with, like, Zoro, and, like, Zoro... Like thinking basically, like, she's incredibly similar to his childhood friend. Um, yeah, and like almost like exactly the same to her uh, in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, so like I think that that's definitely an interesting point. But I mean I don't like really love Tashigi. You know, like I'm fine with her. I think she's okay. But like I'm not like oh yeah, Tashigi is the best. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. I'm like, I. My thing is, I think that, like, is, I think that Oda is trying to. And we may find out, like, more. I, as of this point, like, if just if I'm being honest, right? Even to this day in the manga, there isn't really any more, like, detail about Zoro's backstory, right? We, right. we haven't gotten that. No. If, if it's ever coming, right? <laughs> um. But, like, it feels almost like Oda is trying to answer the question that he tried to pose 
with Kalina. Yeah. Which is like, like his answer there. If you just have the backstory, it appears like the answer is there isn't a hope. Like for for women. Yeah. And swordsmanship, but like it feels almost like Oda is like introduces this character, makes her look just like Kawina to say like, okay, but this is the skill level, right? That I'm introducing. Yeah. The real answer, which is like there is an ability, there is a way, for for even if you're not physically stronger, there's a way for you to be more skilled, and actually that ends up allowing you to be stronger in a fight. Right. Um, which is kind of I feel I think I think we talked about that like the first week we did this right yeah talked about that a little bit um but yeah no I so I think she's interesting in that way but I like I like don't like the relationship with Zoro I like <laughs> I don't like how like flustered he gets no, all the time I don't like that I really <laughs> hate it <laughs> I like I don't like that at all so I like I don't I don't like what she does to Zoro yeah Zoro is such a cool guy. But we do get to, um, if I like skip ahead, right? We do get to she. We do meet her again in the sword shop. Zoro goes into the sword shop, right? Um, and tries to get. He needs two other swords because obviously his two Mihawk broke them, right? Yeah. So he needs three swords, um, and the guy kind of tries to jerk him around, tries to buy the Wadoichi Moji, and we learn like a little bit about the world of swords. Yeah. And that there's twelve supreme grade. 21 excellent and 40 fine yeah. swords out there, like different blades out there. Yeah. Um, and Toshiki's goal is to collect them all, or at least to get the the ones that pirates have out of the pirates' hands. Right. Um, which, let me tell you. Oof. Uh, she's got a task. Because, <laughs> first of all, without even spoiling anything, let me tell you that Yoru, uh, which is the giant black cross sword that Mihawk had. Yeah. Uh, that's one of them. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I think we we've seen what Mihawk does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. That's not even. Spo- yeah. I don't think. I, I don't feel bad about spoiling that. Right. That's one of them. Yeah. And and uh, yikes. So she's got a task ahead of her for sure. Um, and then not to say nothing of Zoro having one of them. Right. That we've seen <laughs> right just, now. Just like, like slipping right out of her fingers. You know, <laughs> like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Zoro legitimately was like, you gonna take this one? She's like, oh no, just from bad guys. Zoro's got a smirk on his face like, this will come back later. And I'm like, really? Toshigi? Nothing. (laughs) Not even after he asks. (laughs) She literally is like, wow, you're just like that bounty hunter that uses three swords. And I'm like, Toshigi. 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 What other (laughs) bounty hunter with three swords and moss green hair walks around the East Blue? (laughs) There's so many. There's so many. There's so many clues, Toshigi. There's so many clues. It's just going right over your head. Like, and the fact, too, that he, he, like you said, he even asks her, like, oh, you're going to take this one? Like, (laughs) that was like giving her a clue. Like, Oh, I am a bad guy. I am the person that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I'm the guy. Yeah, he th- he threatened you. He like clicked the sword open. Right. He threatened you. Yes. With uh, about he taking the blade. You, he, and he you was, took that in stride. Like. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh no, definitely not, not you. you. You seem like an upstanding citizen." <laughs> Over there, radiating bloodlust in the middle of a sword <laughs> shop. You seem like you're fine. You seem <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, Tashiki needs some help. I just, um, but yeah, no, so, like, we learned that about, like, the world of One Piece and, like, the swords that are there. 
um, which will obviously come into play later as we, you know, encounter more of those blades. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, uh, sword shop in general, um, Zoro found a sword, the Sandai Katetsu, mm-hmm. um, that was cursed. And how do you feel about that moment? <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> Because what an amazing Zoro moment. <laughs> it was like a fantastic Zoro moment, honestly. Because like I, I understand fully like the point that he was trying to make. Like, you know, what's yeah what's, you know, worse? Is it is my luck better than the sword or is this sword better than my my luck, you know? Like <laughs> and yeah, the way that he bonkers tests that decision is very insane. But I like how I appreciate it though because it also it like makes like everyone in the room respect him so much more just because like he they're like they realize wow he's like insane enough to do that like he's he took the cursed sword and also like he has this like weird intuition about him right like where he picked up the sword and without being told it was cursed he said you know is it it's cursed right like that's that's what it is and like he's like i can just yeah. feel it i can feel that it's cursed and like yeah and i love that moment too because you're like you know there's something like even though like zoro isn't the brightest bulb like he definitely has some intuition you know going into yeah. this you know there's something there yeah. that i don't like know yeah it's it's very like almost mystical feeling yeah What's going? Because we don't know like what that what that would be or like what he how he know you know what I mean yeah. like it's you know that might I get it might be explained later but we'll we'll have to see but but it might not be like yeah. sometimes you know what I mean like this is like very mystical but uh yeah and I mean that's the whole reason he gets the Yubashiri is because he's like he impresses the sword shop guy so much yeah. he's like this is the best sword I have. Take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, it belongs to you. Like, you should... Uh, like, first of all, I love moments like that. I love that the wife hits him over the head. Right. And it's like, just giving away the best sword, which I, I you know, I get. But, um... <laughs> I also love... He throws the sword up, right? That... Sa- he throws the Sandai Kitetsu up, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes... As it comes down, I love that Oda, like, draws every, like, arc of the sword. Yeah. So you see, like how it forms around how like closely yeah it forms around his arm right i love that and then when it hits the ground it slides like all the way into the ground right. like so you're like all wow. almost to the hilt so you're like and wow you're like, that would have cut his arm that, off that would surely have cut that his arm would off. absolutely have cut his arm off you know yeah we uh we uh i don't know i don't know if you're prepared to play this game but uh i uh in the game of what sword is your favorite z- sword of zoros the sandai Katetsu is my favorite for sure oh yeah i love this sword oh, yeah. um and he keeps it for a while so we'll 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 see him with with these three swords because now he has like he has like actual like legendary swords all three of them are legendary right obviously the wado ichimonji his like the white one that he has in his mouth obviously that's the most important to him yeah because that was kawina's but like um but yeah so now he has like three named swords i liked it it was cool yeah um but we also saw speaking of swordsmen <laughs> uh we saw mihawk roll up on shanks's crew <laughs> wherever that was yeah <laughs> 
uh, to tell him the news. How how do you feel about that whole interaction? I liked it. I liked it a lot, to be honest. Like, it's so... I think it's so interesting in seeing, like, these people that are all interconnected with each other that, like, you don't think yeah. are interconnected to begin with. Like, we had it before when we saw, like, Buggy and Shanks had a pass together, you know? Um, right. And then, like, now we're kind of seeing that Mihawk and Shanks obviously have some kind of pass together. Um, and just, like, their relationship seems very interesting as well. Like, and I'm so, so curious mm. to find out more about, like, their relationship and everything. Um, because obviously yeah. it seems like they have fought each other before in some capacity, right? But we haven't really seen Shanks go all out and fight that much, to be honest. So, right. like, yeah. we don't even know, like, but we have seen Mihawk go pretty hard, right? And so, like, we know what right? Mihawk <laughs> is capable with. So it even adds to that mystery of Shanks as well of being, like, how powerful is this dude? Like, what does he do that's so right. powerful, you know? Like, he he must be, like, he's still alive, and he obviously battled with Mihawk. So, like, that's, that's something that's just very interesting. And, like, the reason that Mihawk comes to tell him that, like, Luffy has a bounty, like, I think that that's so, like, interesting. And, like, kind of makes you think, yeah. like, they're, like friends in a way but they're more like rivals yeah. it almost seems like you know like they're friends yeah. sometimes but not other times you know but i really enjoyed that interaction yeah i i don't think it's spoilery for me to say this because i think that this is an anime thing that's made more clear first of all this interaction is made way more clear in the anime than it is here <laughs> yeah. in the it's like two pages in the manga it is. like and like it's like you could reasonably interpret them as enemies in this right. in the manga. Like you know what I mean? Like they don't have to be but like the anime makes it way more clear that they are like friend like Shanks like has fun, tries to get Mihawk to drink with them. Like <laughs> he's like like they're clearly fine. Yeah. Um But yeah, I love that Mihawk rolls up and is like uh Shanks is like, Are you here to are you here to uh, fight me? Yeah. And Mihawk's like, I don't fight people who are handicapped right <laughs> like uh, it's just like it's so disrespectful but here's the thing it's like then the question becomes like uh because he's not saying that shanks is weak right yeah. he's just saying like without that arm he's weaker which makes me go did you guys fight before yeah are you guys yeah are you guys rivals yeah Do i would love to know what's know. going on here but yeah uh I One Piece is really good at this at like just just like tickling the appetite for the wider <laughs> world, right. and then just like running like dipping out of there yeah. super, fast, super fast, being like anyway back to Luffy and crew, <laughs> and you're like wait, like, <laughs> you're like please more please. Shanks please, I have so many questions, I've never they've never been answered please, <laughs> I just want to know, <laughs> I uh. Uh, the uh, the the passing of Kentaro Miura has me scared for all of us at this point. Yeah. So I yeah I'm just you know Oda, if you're one of our two listeners, please stay healthy. <laughs> Oda, Oda, Oda is not, not listen to one this. of our two. Uh, hey, listen, I don't know. Maybe he is. I'm amazed that he won 
draws manga for a living and also speaks fluent English yeah. and listens to English podcasts with two, with <laughs> you know, however many subscribers we have. I'm but hey, welcome. Sure Oda Oda. Has more we love that you're here. <laughs> <laughs> we love that you're here. <laughs> Please tell us more about Shanks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, we also get to see Luffy's village, and I like—I just like the moment where the mayor's like, "We don't need more. We don't need pirates." Yeah. Repping this village, like it's just cute. You yeah. know what I mean? Like how Mako is like, "Look, Luffy made it." Yeah. Like it's just like it's like, oh, you guys care about him. Yeah. Gives me That's real really uh, nice. Naruto and the ramen shop guy vibe. Right. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> the He's same thing. It. Yeah. It is. It is the same thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Nami also has a shopping spree where she just, uh, tries on all the clothes and then <laughs> doesn't buy any of them, which is the funniest hilarious. thing ever to me. <laughs> <laughs> this, this poor guy who has a clothes hanger for a hairdo yes. gets, gets, uh, gets strung along. And that was hilarious. Yeah. I, I have to imagine that like Oda was just like, I want to draw Nami in different outfits Probably. and then never again <laughs> like i don't want to always draw nami in different outfits but so i just am gonna do this yeah <laughs> i just i'm gonna try it out and then i'm gonna leave uh, she's gonna wear normal clothes because yeah. i'm not doing this every time <laughs> oda actually is like that like if you ask it like interviews have been asked like he likes putting them in different outfits like he likes that that aspect of it and if you look, look like One Piece characters do have one of the most variants in anime characters. Honestly, that's true. Like in their outfits. Yeah. Um, and so I think I, he does like that. But obviously, at some point, it gets too complicated if you're drawing like a feather shawl right. on Nami every yeah every panel. That's too much. <laughs> but, but no, I thought it was hilarious. She's just like, yeah, I like normal clothes. Yeah, so yeah. I need something more comfortable. <laughs> so bye. <laughs> It's just great. I love it so much. And the the guy's just like his face is just crying. Yeah, he's crying. Just like okay. And the fact is, is like we know that Nami has enough money to buy like whatever clothes she wants to, and like have uncomfortable clothes too, right? Like we know that she has right. enough, right? To like own uncomfortable clothes as well as comfortable clothes, and like this moment almost just feels like she just wanted to mess with him a little bit. Yeah, and it's really funny. Yeah, it feels like personal, right? Like I just don't. Yeah, I uh, also the last kind of you know like Straw Hats doing their own thing moment is like, um, Sanji just buys the bluefin elephant tuna, right? Yeah, and. He had to work for that in the anime. There was, yes. there was a whole cooking competition. There was a whole thing. Like there was, it was not my favorite filler from this arc <laughs> in the anime. But uh, it was like that Carmen. Guy. Was that her name that he has yeah. to cook against? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was not my favorite one. No, but he just goes he, up uh, and buys it. In the he just <laughs> buys it. He just purchases <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, I love the design of the bluefin elephant tuna there's oh, something no. about the fact that it's just a tuna with a trunk that really <laughs> makes this for me it's amazing i also love that usopp has to carry it yes and like usopp's like why do i have the heavy end like <laughs> gave the heavy end to usopp it's like perfect it's amazing i love it uh, yeah i just i just like the bluefin too i like looking it at it it looks good it looks yeah. very funny yeah but uh all the way back around at what you were talking about, uh, Luffy on the platform, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> just jumped up on public property because he's Luffy. he can, I suppose. 
I'm like, I love what I love is like if you're like the police guy, right? Because that wasn't even a navy guy. That was like a local security <laughs> yeah. dude. The first guy that came up to him, like, if you're that guy, right? You probably no one has tried to climb the scaffolding. Yeah. Like, maybe ever, right? No. And then on top of like no one attempting to, like, very few probably attempted. Like Luffy can just be at the top nearly instantly. Yes. And so this guy is like, I looked away for ten for seconds. 10 How seconds. is this kid How all the way up, up there? there? Right. <laughs> how did he get up there? I did not so see quickly. him climbing. Like, what? How is he? <laughs> I, t- I I don't understand. Um, but but then we uh the the fruition of the first cover page story that we saw came. Mm. We we got to see it, and we learned who the woman with buggy was. Yes. And can could you believe? <laughs> I say can you, but like could you? Though? You've seen this before. <laughs> Could you believe that this would be Alveda? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, like, her her personality, right, hasn't changed a bit. Like, we know that no, no. from her personality, she's still very much so Alveda. But, yeah, like, even, like, you know, obviously she was quite uh, rounder before. Just not even, like, yeah, making yeah, a sure. fat joke about her. Just, like, her character no. was quite literally, like, shaped like a circle. Like, it was... Yeah, yeah, she was a large, a large lady. <laughs> like, she was shaped like a circle. So, like, yeah. obviously, like, she has changed a lot, you know? And even, like, in her face and everything, like, it looks like she almost has a completely different face, like, than she did before. <laughs> yeah. Like, and... So, like, obviously, like, Luffy has an extremely hard time telling that it's Alvina, <laughs> because, like... I love the way she phrases it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He hit me. What? He hit me, Is and now Luffy's I'm like, in love with I, him. I, um. <laughs> Luffy's like, I don't remember this um, at all. I don't... Did I hit you? <laughs> I love that whole like, interaction. Like Luffy's like, I don't even remember hitting you. Like, did I hit you? Like, what? Pretty sure I've never seen you in my life. I don't. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also the fact that I she's just... like completely in denial about how like the devil fruit she ate made her skinnier as well. Like, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, it's perfect. It's like you're a wholly different person. Right. You, you, you're like not even the same human being at this point. She's you, like, sadly, it didn't make me any more attractive, you know? Yeah. And I'm like... It got rid of my freckles. It got rid of my freckles, I was like, though. Okay. And Luffy's like, that's All not right. what I was telling you. <laughs> Luffy's like, that's not the only difference, yeah. Alvita. That's, that's like, not I the only thing. I see a lot more difference than that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I kind of like her devil fruit ability. Yeah, I, I do you know? too. I'm into it. It's like so unorthodox. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's for, I don't understand at all why that would make her look like that. I don't. No, it doesn't get make that, any sense. That <laughs> we'll never see that happen again. Like, no. there's no other devil fruits <laughs> that do this to people. But like, devil fruits do not make you more attractive. That is not. <laughs> no, they don't like change your appearance usually. No. Like you, a lot of them you can like transform, but like, not the like your base thing still stays the same. I don't right. understand why this happened to her. But the fruit is cool. I like the whole slit. Like, I like when she did like the non-friction thing. She like took the f- her shoes off and like could just slide infinitely. Yeah. Because there's no friction between her feet and the ground. I was like, that's 
That's kind of useful. That is There's useful. like useful ways to use this ability. And like thing, the like fountain or whatever that started flying out her. Yeah. That just like slid off of her basically because like of her Delvaford ability. I right. think it's a really cool ability to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, th I think it's, I think it's good. I think it like, it goes well with Buggy's crew too. Yeah. yeah. But, ah, uh, the man is back. <laughs> He's back. Buggy the clown Buggy. is here. Uh, I love Buggy with all my heart, <laughs> and I'm glad he's back. Yeah. Uh, also, this plan just worked. Yeah, I, like, it worked. This, it Good wasn't job. like that big of a plan. <laughs> it was just like was. put Luffy <laughs> in in stocks and then cut his head off. Like that was the whole, that plan. Was the whole plan. And I'm pretty sure uh, they Luffy could have done something. <laughs> to be honest, I really am very confused. <laughs> As to why, like, is it sea stone on the? I don't know. Like, it uh, could be. Uh, what am I missing? It could be. What am I missing? Yeah. Because like Luffy can't like move. He, like he clearly doesn't move. Yeah. So yeah, it I must don't, be I don't something know. like that, you know. But I, I love the panicked. I love the. I love how the storm like works as an escalation tool. Right. For this conflict too. Like, as Nami is, like, like, Nami says, like, I feel like it's going to storm. Yeah. Right? And so you start to get this looming anticipation with Luffy's up on the scaffold. You know what I mean? Like, and by the time that, like, the execution's going down, it's, like, really storming. The rain's coming down. Yeah. I, like, yeah, it's, I, I think it's interesting. I, lo I love that. I, uh, also, just before we get into the execution itself, um, so, <laughs> so, uh, Moji, right? <laughs> and the Lion Richie. <laughs> No. <laughs> did you? Did you? Uh, did you catch that? I don't want to talk did about it. Was, <laughs> is it the same? It looks so in the scans? weird. <laughs> because Moji look like a motorcycle, and <laughs> not only does it look weird, but he uh, he was saying, "Who who's that riding the Richie bike?" <laughs> it's me. No. Like he's like singing to himself. Yeah. Why did he do this I don't know. to the lion? Why did Richie look I feel like this? So bad for Richie. And like Why is he wearing a helmet? Why is he doing Why, that? It's a. <laughs> I just yeah I I I just I, hated I can't. About <laughs> I I loved it. I feel the exact opposite <laughs> way. I I don't understand any of it. But the entire time I was like. I want to join the, Buggy's crew. The way I don't that know how. Richie looked was like unsettling to me. <laughs> like, it, was <laughs> it, it was so wrong. It felt so wrong. <laughs> hair handlebars. Yeah, he's got those. I hated it. <laughs> I, uh, it was. It, it spoke to me. I got to be honest. It, it, spoke it spoke to, to me. <laughs> it definitely spoke to me. Oh my gosh. I, uh, uh, Richie. Yeah, that was. I was. I just had to point that out before we got. <laughs> Execution because it's wow. This just makes me, yeah, it's a lot it's really a lot. to deal with. I uh, but yeah, I I love this as a Luffy moment. Mm -hmm. I like. I think it's like super, and it's setting up some some like huge things about this story going forward. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a little sh you know less less clear right now at least, but. But yeah, I like the execute the moment of the execution, like the lightning bolt. What, do you have any thoughts on any of that? Or yeah, I mean, it's obviously very strange. Like you're like, okay, 
something really weird is happening right now. Because, like, yeah. lightning strikes the execution site at the exact time that Luffy's about to get his head chopped off. Um, and you're like, yeah. um, that seems like something definitely a lot more than a coincidence. So, like, I don't even know what to think about that at this point, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just love, I love the, I lo- like the, I, he's backed into a corner and he actually thinks he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, it's going to go. And he just, like, he's like, see you later or something. Like, yeah. Or, like, I, I guess I'm going to die. He's like, and he's, like, smiles. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm going to die. I'm going to d- like and as obviously as like Zoro and Sanji are like trying to bust their way up there as quick as humanly possible. Right. Um. But like he like that and like how unsettled Smoker gets. Yeah. Because of this, like he's like I've only ever seen one other guy do that. Yeah. And it was on this execution stand. Right. Like it, it was Gold Roger. Like. Yeah. I yeah. So I I just like it. It's like an interesting moment. And this whole like smiling in the face of death thing is definitely going to come back. So, yeah, that's why I feel like highlighting it is important. But yeah, that lightning strike, what crazy luck! <laughs> I just, uh, and like I say that in all sincerity. I legitimately don't know what happened here. <laughs> it does. It it actually seems like it was luck. Yes. I don't. I I it's just crazy. don't know. I. It's so crazy. I yeah. It's. Yeah, so it was, it was definitely crazy. But speaking of Smoker, do you have Smoker thoughts? Yeah, I really, I like Smoker's ability a lot. Um, like, to be able to transform his own body into smoke, I think is really interesting. Um, yeah. And especially in the way that, like, he's fighting uh, with everybody, right? Like, and, you mm-hmm. know, Buggy transforms into a car. Um <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love Buggy. <laughs> That's something that I oh. like actually makes me laugh out loud. Like when I see it, like, yeah. it gets hilarious. Yeah. Um, but it's so like good. you know, like obviously, like these people are trying to get away pretty quickly, and like they're stopped by Smoker, like immediately, almost. You know? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And so, like, we can tell that this guy, he's like super powerful, and that. He's definitely, like, living up to more of the title that, like, he hasn't let any pirates escape from this island, you know? Like, you can see from how, like, powerful he is that, you know, that is probably within his wheelhouse. And you're like, wow, like, you know, it's this Luffy, if he has a full-blown fight with this guy, it's gonna be a really hard time, right? Because we even saw, like, him and Sanji very briefly fight with him, right? But, like... Right. You know, that was cut short and everything, but, like, we can tell that, like, this is gonna, this would be a very hard battle for Luffy, because, like, you know, a big part of Luffy's ability is, like, he needs some physical material to hit, right? And, like, Smoker's whole thing is that, you know, he can transform <laughs> into a fully, like, vaporized yeah. material, so we obviously right. we know that you know if this comes up in the future that there's going to be some problems for luffy but yeah yeah i mean obviously he's, i i like the i like the idea that he like reformed this town yes because like even the swords master was like we used to have all these pirates come in here and buy swords all the time but smoker rolled up yeah 
since smokers come in, we don't have that so much. And like this idea that like people pirates avoid Logtown now. Yeah. Because he's there. Like and I like you said, I believe it. He's he's definitely strong enough. Yeah. This is a captain, folks. This, this is a captain. Is a captain. Not <laughs> Nezumi, not that rat. Get him <laughs> out of here. Not Morgan. Get him out of here. This is a captain. This is a captain. Um on top of that, I love his introduction to this series. Yeah. Uh, the little girl spills the ice cream on his pants, and what are we conditioned to think? That girl is going to die. She's dead. Something's going to happen. <laughs> She's dead, right? Because so far, we've literally not met a Marine yes. that was both powerful and good. Yes. We've yet to meet yeah. one. And he goes, my scary pants ate your ice cream cone. Yes. Go buy another one. I'm like, this is perfect. We're like, wow. This is like, it's just, <laughs> I know, because we're not expecting it, right? Yeah. It's totally out of the blue, because we expect him to be a jerk, like all the other Marines we've met, but he's not. He He's genuinely a, a good person. He's trying yeah. to uphold justice. Like, he actually is doing the thing that Marines should be doing. Exactly. And it was like the first time that I was like, oh, maybe there are Marines that Kobe would look up to. Like... This is like the first Marine that I'm like, oh, Kobe would like this guy. Yeah. I mean, probably be scared of this guy, but oh, like yeah. he'd be like, he would be admiring of this guy. Definitely. And we even get a little picture of that when like the other guy comes in and like knocks the rock tower over by accident. Yeah. That he was building. Like he doesn't get mad at that guy. No. He says like, oh, I shouldn't have stacked that stone like that. Like, yeah. he like, it's just like, it's very like, I... Yeah, Smoker's one of the best Marines that I think exists in the series. So, I'm glad that we get this. I love his, like, that, like, at the end of this arc, right, he says, like, he's like, get the ships ready. Yeah. And they're like, what? we can't just leave the post. He's like, I do what I want. Yeah. I'm not gonna go. I am, oh, I have never let a pirate escape. Yeah. And this won't be the first. Exactly. Like, I love that he's like, we are chasing them no matter where they go. Mm-hmm. I like I just this determination is like probably misplaced, right? Like obviously in a military structure, this is a bad call <laughs> right. he's making. But like <laughs> there are other people in the grand line that will take care of this. But like yeah. he's but I love the determination. It's just a really cool thing to see, especially from a marine character in this story, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. Great. And then uh we get to the mystery man who stops Smoker from taking Luffy out for some reason. Yep. Uh, who is this man? I mean... What does he want with Luffy? I mean, I know. I've kind s- of, but like... Do you know? Do you know? I, That's crazy. I know, like, um, a decent amount, yo, but I can't mm. I can't say what I we know. Yeah, we don't know we don't right know. now. We don't, we don't know, know anything. anything right now, though. Who is the he? dude in a cloak. Who knows? Wow. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Can I just say, and these are actual theories. These are not like, I, I don't know the answer to this. Uh, people are like, people go crazy about this moment, right? Yeah. People are like, do we do we know what he can do? They're like, does he have a wind devil fruit? Like, does yeah. it look like he blasted a gust of wind? Like, does he have storms somehow? Like, was he the lightning blast? People go insane about this. Right. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Who knows? But this dude just showed up and we know his name is Dragon. Mm-hmm. That's all we know. 
That's all we know. Could be a code name, I guess. It's kind of a weird thing to name your son Dragon. Dragon. That'd be. I mean, I guess. I can't imagine. I mean, there are some. I, you could. Weird this names. is One Piece. <laughs> one piece so. I, as far as we know, Smoker's actual name is Smoker, right. which is just <laughs> which the is worst thing ever. A horrible thing to name your child. <laughs> he, was, he, was he was born. His parents looked at him and they were like. There's nothing we can do. This is a smoker for Put sure. A cigarette in and that so now baby's mouth. <laughs> the man now has two cigars in his yes, mouth at all times. That's his intro. Which is insane. Yeah. He's got two cigars. Uh, the amount of nicotine this man consumes I mean, is unorthodox. <laughs> he's gonna. I'm pretty sure he's gonna he die be next year. By now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if your whole body die. is made of smoke, maybe it doesn't really affect you at all. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> it doesn't. You're right. How do we know? Do we know that it's happening? Is like, lung cancer even a possibility? Maybe he can't even Does get he lung let it cancer. get to his lungs? Yeah, maybe he yeah. can't even get it. He is lung cancer. He is lung cancer. He is lung cancer. You can't get lung cancer if you are lung cancer. Jokes on you. Yeah, but the last. Yeah, the last part of this arc. You know, as they're leaving, I, I just love the moment, right? Going back to, like, this is this is the crew. This is the ending of a saga. The ending of, like, a, a storyline, right? Mm -hmm. um, that the When they all put their feet on the barrel and, like, say their dream. Yeah. And break the barrel and go. Like, that's such a cool moment, you know? So much. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. I, and it, like, it's kind of a reminder as well, like, to the audience as well, like, if you like couldn't remember exactly what each member of the crew wanted to accomplish with this journey like now here's your reminder you know here's your your yeah. second clue because like i mean with all of them like we kind of find out those things you know in their introduction right like in wherever we met them and at least for like zorro yeah. you know like it's been a while since we've really like you know seen his introduction and, like, some of the other characters, right. like, you might not be able to remember exactly what their goals are. So, like, it's it's a good moment, like, both for the audience to re recall that and as well as for them as a crew. Just to, like, be restating that to each other and reaffirming that to each other. And, like, the fact that, like, they all believe in each other's goals is, like, so amazing to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just such a cool thing. It's just, it's really, I love the, the, yeah, the, the, they recite their dream that they're as, as like a thing they're going to accomplish as we enter this unknown world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, this place that none of them have ever been before. It's like this very like daunting task, or at least we assume none of them have ever been. I suppose, do we know? This is like a wayside tangent. <laughs> Did Bellamere find Nami and Nojiko on the Grand Line? Did it say I think that she was on the Grand Line? Maybe? I can't I feel like remember. It did. I, I, don't I think know. that it did. I think you're right. Um but I can't really remember exactly, so I won't yeah. say But yes, either way, but she would have been an infant. Yeah. This is like a unknown territory for all these guys. Right. Or, you know, and as they're going in, they, like, restate their dream to, like, get that confidence back. Because they're headed to this peak in, like, a storm. Yeah. Like, this is, it's, it's just, like, a crazy, it's a really cool moment, I think. Yeah. Um, and a great way to, like, cap off the saga as a whole. 
um, and all the time that we spent in the East Blue. Definitely. Um, but yeah, did you have any other arc thoughts? Anything that I missed? Uh, no, I don't have any other thoughts about this arc. Yeah, did you catch the cover pages? Because we, we I got did. Some more yeah, I did catch the cover yeah. pages for this one. There were some good ones. There were some, there were some very some good, good ones. ones. <laughs> I liked. I think the last one is my favorite, <laughs> where like that one marine guy like cuts up the pistols that yeah, Kobe's holding. That is and so his, good. His, his Kobe's face. Legs are like shaking like crazy. Yes, his <laughs> face. I love it. It's so good. It's such it's, a great uh, moment. This is crazy. This has gone crazy, you know? Captain Morgan takes his son hostage. Kobe is, like, standing in the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll see where it goes from here, but Kobe, you know, Kobe's doing his best. Sticking up for his friend. Sticking I up love for it. his friend. What a guy. I love, you love to see it. <laughs> you love to see it. Um, yeah, but... Uh, before we move on, so this is the end of the East Blue Saga. Yeah. So as a whole, how do you feel about the beginning of the story? What did it set up for you? What do you think? What do you think about it? Yeah. Um. I really, really enjoy this saga as the beginning of the story. You know, because like it does have a very um like we're going from our hometowns into the adventure feel while we're also having adventures along the way, you know? Um, obviously because right. we're going to all these different places, picking up crew members, doing all this other stuff, but I think it's, like, such a great intro into, uh, like, the rest of the series and just being, like, yeah, like, this is basically, you know, what's gonna happen. Like, we won't be in our, like, hometowns anymore. Like, they're all going away from their homes and everything, but, like, we yeah. will, like, be together. And, like, that's kind of our new form of home, our new form of kind of, like, family that we have, you know? Um, and I, like, really appreciate that just as a concept as well. Like, you know, even though we left behind people, we left behind places that we really enjoyed and we spent, like, most of our lives uh, in, you know, like, we are going forward, like, with this confidence and with these dreams that we want to accomplish. And I just really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it serves as, as almost like a prologue, yeah. I think, to the rest of this story. Like, this is like... This is this is a great way to introduce these guys, these these this crew. Yeah. And and to to show like we have a great idea of who they are as people going into what is undoubtedly going to be like a hard situation. Like yeah. the Grand Line is going to be challenging. At least we're told that, right? Mm -hmm. So in we have a great understanding of this crew before we make it there, so that when they go through problems like that, we're, we're going to be able to you know, have a little more ground to stand on, at least from a story standpoint. So I, it, the saga works great for what, for what it clearly is supposed to do. Yeah. What's crazy to me, right, is in interviews, Oda had said that the whole series was supposed to be this length, right? <laughs> he was wow. going to make the entire series this long. <laughs> and then at some point what he was liar. like, I'm going to need more time. <laughs> I'm going to need more time. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and he's essentially been saying, give me five more years for, the, like, the last ten. Right. So, <laughs> I, I, it's not, yeah. it may never end. There's because he keeps saying, I'm just going to, five more years, five guys. More years. If you give me five more, I'll wrap done. this puppy up. 
it'll be all good. But it's and it keeps 10, going. So. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been ten <laughs> since he said that. So. And that was already after he lengthened it another time. Right. He was like, oh, this will probably last about 10 years. And then he was like, give me five more. I mean, and then he yeah. was like, you know what, maybe five more. Yeah. And now he's just recently goes, yeah, I'm going to need five more. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, it's just, oh, to stop. It's just, you're not going to stop. I just, it's fine. I don't want you don't to stop. Want I the keep the series to end because you're dead. Keep like, going. We don't. <laughs> yes, I can't have that happen, Oda. I need you to tell me what the One Piece you have is. To I cannot. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, I can't. We've. I can't track down the this, one sick all this kid. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just um, but yeah, no, I it's it's definitely a great saga. But yeah, so favorite arc what what arc is in the lead for you after this um i think arlong park is still my favorite after this for sure not for a doubt sure. not a doubt no doubt arlong park is definitely good yeah this one i you know i think this set up a lot of things i like the cool moments where we see like more of the world like we were talking about but i uh this is like a setup arc you know it's like a send-off arc yeah um so yeah so it's uh yeah, yeah, we, uh, it's a good arc, but not, yeah, our long is definitely better. Yeah. Um, oh, one of the things I forgot to mention, right, mm-hmm. is, uh, they, they, uh, there's, there's a, con- as we go forward, there is a connection between Gold Roger and his journey and Luffy and his journey. Yeah. That that I, if you haven't picked up I'm trying to be as le- the least amount of spoilery about this <laughs> as I can but uh, the beginning and end mm. is almost every new area of the world is bookmarked by some some form of Roger or his crew mm. being involved Yeah, uh, and that's all I'll say because I feel like anything else will be spoilers yeah. so <laughs> that's all I'm that going to say about that <laughs> the arc the arc that we're going into now, the, you know, as we enter the Grand Line, I could say more about that. But uh, for now, that, that's all I'll say. But anyway, that brings us to the Shining Star. Who is your Shining Star of the Logtown arc? I think uh, for Logtown, my Shining Star is going to be Smoker. Oh, that was mine too. We can have the same wow. one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, we're on. We're on the. Smoker's great. We're on the same wavelength about this. He's the only good yeah. captain that we've met so far. So. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> puts these other ones to shame. <laughs> There's literally one other captain that is like that is like him. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, she's in the book. She's in the books. We'll see her later. But yeah, no, I yeah. I'm starting to think the captains are not as strong as I'm starting to think that he is he should have been promoted at some oh, point. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I Smoker Smoker's just great. Smoker's I just great. love him. I'm so happy that he's here now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love it. Um so yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you got? No, that's all I got. Alright, well, uh, so that's that's all for us. Next week we will be doing the reverse mountain arc, which is chapters one hundred and one to one hundred and five. So another <laughs> short little f- 
five chapter arc. We'll see how much we can suck out. We got like an hour out of this. Yeah, we did. Out of this arc. Good. So we did pretty darn good <laughs> on five chapters. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, definitely uh, like the video, subscribe to you know the YouTube channel or the, the, the channel on whatever you're listening to this on. Um, and uh, definitely, definitely come back next week for, for more. All right.